0: Joining us for the first time here on Sports Drive, as well, is Tour Development, Development Manager at the PGA Tour of Australasia, Kim Felton. Kim, good afternoon.
1: Afternoon, Matt. Thanks for having me.
0: No, thank you very much for taking the time. We'll get into uh, Brooks Koepka and his great win, but uh, we have to start with Michael Block. How good was he? <laughs>
1: yeah, he stole the show. I think didn't he? Hey, it was great to see. And look, on the big stage too, someone who's you know his job is teaching how to play golf. Uh, step out there for those four rounds and do what he did was phenomenal and uh, you know, it's been a lot of talk about it in PGA Australia and uh, look, something great to see, as I said, and, and the Highland 1 was phenomenal and I'm not sure he didn't see it go in, but Rory was quite excited playing with him, mm-hmm. but um, that up and down on the last left of the green where many of the tour pros would have struggled to get it up and down for par, um, got him back into the event next year, so finishing top 15 on the number, so massive week, but yeah, what an absolute legend.
0: Yeah, certainly. Great to see him doing so well and getting into that top 15. One over par in the end, but uh, geez, that hole in one was something very, very special. Uh, well, speaking of special, Brooks Kepka. Uh, geez, a great result for him. Three under par in the final round. He managed to hang on to win the event at nine under par. What did you make of his weekend?
1: Yeah, unbelievable. Big week. Probably you know, I got off to a slow start. Uh, you know, he, his words himself is. He's been playing some good golf and had a chance to win um, you know, all the events he's played in. Obviously, the the big one being Augusta that was leading going into the final round and, and unfortunately didn't walk away with that, but said he learned a lot. Uh, and then, um, obviously, shooting two of par the first day and then putting the foot down the last three and put on an absolute clinic. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's special. That was his fifth major. Um, so I think, you know... But how, how easily he looks at doing it, I'm sure there's going to be you know another handful of those coming. So, yeah, very impressive. Um, made everybody else look a bit mediocre, really. Mm. Who,
0: who do you think is the best golfer in the world right now? Because, you know, there's a few players that are putting their hand up. Uh, Brooks Kepka certainly one of those. Who's, who's the number one for you?
1: Oh, look, there's, you know, I, I think the ranking system's obviously changed. Um, Brooks obviously um, been playing well there, Dustin Johnson playing well. Um, McElroy's always there. I mean, he had an awful week for, for a Rory McIlroy and um, still finished, you know, well up there as well. Um, but Scotty Scheffler as well. I mean, there, there's a handful of guys, if not more, that are constantly um, putting themselves up near the um, top of the leaderboards each week they play. Um, golf's in a very healthy spot at the moment, both male and female. Any golf you watch is, is pretty impressive golf.
0: Yeah, it certainly is, um, and uh, good to see from an Australian perspective. We had some some players there and abouts. Cam Davis tying for for fourth overall. Cam Smith tied for ninth. Minwoo Lee tied for eighteenth. So uh, a few players in the top twenty from an Australian perspective. What did you you make of those Aussies? Firstly,
1: yeah, well, both Cam shooting sixty five on Sunday was nice for him. Um, obviously, Cam Davis securing his master spot next year. I'm sure he'll. He'll go on to win again, but it's always nice knowing you're you're moving into the the Masters the following year with his top five finish. And then Camp Smith, I mean, he, he wasn't even around really the whole week, and then just throws in a little five under par to um you know finish top ten and, and go from there. So yeah, great work from both of them. But I think Min Woo was a, a great story. I know he uh, his second round got him back into it, um, back to even par, and then and only shot one over both Saturday and Sunday, and, and probably wasn't around you know having a chance to win, but. Um, big, big effort for him. It actually got him special um, temporary membership now on the PGA Tour, and now has the opportunity to to play more events, earn better, better cut points, and then secure his playing rights um, for next year. So, look, although the finish of um, I think T eighteen that he finished in wasn't what men would be looking for, he's a he's a big stage player and thinks he, he can uh, definitely win those events, and and no doubt he can. Um, I think ticking that box for him now, he can at least um, focus on what he needs to do moving forward and. I'm sure we'll have a big finish to the year. So the Australians did well. Um, I, I don't think they were at a point where they were looking to win, but definitely uh, well, Adam Scott the first day did, but um, definitely hung around and put in some, some pretty impressive um, results.
0: Minwoo Lee, he's always there in a bounce right now, but how long in your eyes before he really starts to become a threat and do that at a consistent rate?
1: Yeah. I mean, he, he's bouncing in and out of that top 50 spot, you know, over the last year and a half, two years. Um, I think anybody that knows Min uh, or knows the family, you know, they, they're both of them. And, and we don't like talking about Minji when we're talking about Min, but, you know, the, the talent in the family is amazing. But they're, they're actually really hard workers and, and it's the reason why they're so good. But Min, I mean, like I said, he loves a big stage. It's almost like he doesn't turn it on when he's not playing in a major or something big. So um, he loves being up there. I have no doubt he'll he'll quickly get into that top 20. And uh, that said, I think he'll be cementing his place in, you know, that, that top 5, 10 of the world uh, moving forward for, for many years to come. But, yeah, big game. And as I said, when you like playing on the big stage and you can do it, then, you know, you're only going one way and that's towards that, that top spot.
0: Now all the hype was around Jason Day heading into this tournament, and he didn't even make the cut. So, what went wrong for Jason Day?
1: Look, I think the emotions from from the week four winning in Texas was, was massive. You know, he's been around a long time now. Five years since his last win. He's had issues with back um, injuries all around. Really, I think everybody was was super pumped and excited to see him back up on the winners' podium, and to actually come back and do that after a five year. By of not having that was impressive. And I, I think, you know, unfortunately going straight into a, a major championship and, and Oak Hill being a very tough venue, I, I think, you know, he's probably was just sapped of every bit of energy possible um, getting into that. But the golf he played the week before was, was phenomenal. And, and no doubt he's back to where he was, you know, back in those big years of that 16, 17 um, time. And, and I have no doubt, you know, moving forward for the Open and for the US Open that, that he'll be around. But yeah, just not the week, but golf, it's a tough game. You know, yeah. you can be at the top one week and, and then fly down that very quickly the next but it soon brings you back to um, to that, you know, level playing field. So, um, he'll be around though. He's he's looking very good.
0: Which major suits him the best?
1: Um, I actually thought probably the Masters um, and I, I just, I don't think he was at the point he was very close. He, he played okay. Um, played okay. They are obviously working his way back into it, but um, I, I see the Masters. Um, Jason's a ball striker, um, loves getting creative, and yeah, I, and I think his putting's probably the best. If it's not the best, he's in the top three on on tour. So um, you've got to punch a ball well around Augusta, and, and I think you know he's been up there before and um, been laughing not to win it. Um, I think he'll be there again, but that's the one. But yeah, I mean these guys on their day can win any event. So let's hope they're all around at the final two majors, not just Jace, but all these trains.
0: Let's hope so. Uh, before I do let you go, Kim, what's what's going on at, at the PGA of Australia? What's coming up uh, for, for golf here in Australia in uh, in the very near future?
1: Yeah, look, there's, there's actually currently from, from tour-wise, we're having a little break. We've, we've just completed our 22-23 season. We have had our first event in Papua New Guinea, but uh, our season starts up again well, completely um, from August and moving into October with the WA Open and AA PGA here. Um, starting off the season. So, look, we've got a little bit of time off, but, yeah, lots of events coming. Looking around a 20-event schedule, 19-20-event schedule for 23-24, which is exciting. But, look, right now, actually, I'm I'm at Wembley Golf Course, where the PJ office is based, and uh, we're currently in the middle of a Pro-Am Series here in WA. So there's a lot of good golf, some being played over June. Love on the weekend with young Tom Tom Addy, the amateur winning, and and today at Wembley. So there's a a Pro-Am Series floating around down south and up north. So... That's where all the our Australian players are playing at the moment. You know, they're not playing these big events all the time. They're they're popping around to different states playing pro ams too. So um, looking forward to having a couple of months break from from tour schedule, but getting back into it, as I said, with with a bigger and better um, schedule moving forward. Mm. So exciting times. It
0: certainly is. Uh, Kim, it's been a pleasure chatting on the program this afternoon. Thank you very much for taking the time and enjoy the rest of your day.
1: You look forward to doing it again soon. Thanks, Matt.